Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. It's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to a best of edition of The Brendan Show.
These best of episodes feature training that I have done live, sometimes online to tens of thousands of people, or live on stage where I was speaking on some stages across the world. Or these might be some of my monthly training programs and highlights of those that I do every single month with our monthly students. So I know you're going to really enjoy these because these are a little bit more of a, a deep dive look at some of my training as a personal and professional development trainer. You know, I focus so much on helping you find that deeper level of motivation and start practicing some of those high performance habits. Well, you hear me talk about many of those concepts in these special episodes here. These are my best of trainings only and exclusively right here on The Brendan Show. So I hope you enjoyed them. Please know that as you hear me speak in many of these, you'll hear me reference something because sometimes I'll have been training live or on video or on stage or through a broadcast. So you might not be able to see something I'm suggesting or motioning tool or maybe even drawing out on a, on a flip chart or motioning towards on a presentation, but you'll get the gist of it. So make sure you bust out your journal, take some good notes here because this is really valuable insights on the mindset or the strategy that you need to adopt in order to improve your life. And if you want to go and get more content like this, but much more deeper and have more of an interactive relationship with me in this type of training, make sure you join our high performance monthly training program. That's our monthly subscription program where I go live with you and our uh, high performance students every single month. And I train on a new topic or a new piece of research that we've created from the High Performance Institute. And I train on that. And then I do Q&A and actual live coaching and interactive coaching with people every single month. That's called High Performance Monthly. And you can access it at brendan.com forward slash monthly. That's brendan.com forward slash monthly, B-R-E-N-D-O-N.com forward slash monthly to get deeper dive training similar to this. So if you like this, you would love that training program. But without further ado, let's jump in right now to one of the Brendan Show's best of trainings. I'm really thrilled and honored to have you here about one of the most important topics that we can possibly take on together, and that is your levels of confidence. And listen, I know right off the bat when you say confidence, some people say, well, I have this much, so I don't need to hear this, Brendan, I'm, I'm good on it. Or, hey, I dealt with confidence when I was a teenager, I'm fine. But listen, your current bank account is tied to your confidence levels in reality. Right, Your current success, your current progress, your current levels of joy, fulfillment, satisfaction, relationship depth, these things are all coming from confidence. Confidence is like the foundation of so many of the extraordinary feelings we want to have in our life, so many of the extraordinary results we want in our life. And we know from all of the research, it is critical to your ability to maintain high performance, which is again, succeeding over the long term while maintaining positive relationships and well-being. I'm really excited about talking about this with you, especially if you're here and you have struggled over the last couple of months to feel your best, especially if you know you're gonna have to get another level of confidence to achieve that next level of success. You are in the right place, my friends, and I'm obviously pumped. Number one, 
This is super important for confidence, for your confidence. This one, don't tie confidence to image. Don't tie your confidence to image. Don't tie confidence to image. Okay. Now, some of you, this is super basic, right? We'll go deep, but this is a really basic one. And that is a lot of people tie their confidence to what? Their, to image. Like, how do I look? Like, you know, this is that old thing. It's like, oh, well, if you're not in the perfect body weight or the perfect size jeans or you don't have six pack abs or you hate your hair that day or, you know, something in terms of your image is not what you want, then what ends up happening is you lessen your sense of self and you feel like your confidence is lowered. And this is happening in not just physical manifestations, manifestations for a lot of people like, well, I don't like, you know, I don't like my body, Brendan, so I'm lacking confidence. I'm like, why is your confidence tied to your body? Huh? Or they say, well, Brendan, you know, I'm embarrassed by, you know, my website. It's not as nice as other people. So I've lost confidence in my dream. I'm like, why is your confidence tied to your website? Oh, Brendan, you know, we just got divorced and, you know, it's embarrassing when I walk the dog because I'm not with my husband anymore. And I, I you know, I know what the neighbors are thinking. So I, I just feel like I'm lacking confidence. I'm like, why is your confidence tied to what you look like when you are walking a dog? You know, there's all these things or, or Brendan, I, I don't know. I just, I'm so embarrassed. My, my Instagram thing is, you know, I only have 55 followers and it's so embarrassing. I'm like, why is your confidence tied to the number of followers? What we do is we externalize our confidence and it causes so much pain. We got to change this deal. Y'all you listen, that's okay when you're in high school because you don't know better and you're immature. But everybody by the end of high school had better learned that confidence should not be tied to external measures or to perception of others based on our image. And I know where this is going to go with a lot of you because I've been blessed to coach so many people at high levels. I know some of you go, no, 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 Brennan, you're totally wrong on this one. Because, you know, listen, there was a time when, you know, I was in terrible shape and I looked terrible. And then I took control of my health, Brendan, and, and, I, and I, I got better looking. You know, I lost some of that weight and, and I, I'm happy in my body, Brendan. And I am more confident because I am healthier. I'm, you know, lean and mean and trim and I feel good about that. I said, oh, well, um, if you think about it, psychologically, your confidence didn't come from the fact that you are lean and mean now. Like what? I said, confidence came from that process. The confidence came from your willingness to get in and do it, your belief in your ability to figure out, and the fact that you showed up and you did it. The progress through the struggle gave you the confidence. The outcome, which you're celebrating, oh, well, Brendan, but I've, I've lost this weight. I'm, you know, I'm better. Here it is. Okay. That is what a high schooler does. Oh, this external thing, that, now I can be confident. You know, I got an article on the front page of the student newspaper. Now I can be confident. It's like we, we get these external rewards or accolades and we think it's the outcome that gives us confidence. But if that's your life, you'll never have the confidence that you really, really could have. Because guess what? Those external image things, 
the accolade, the award, how you look in the mirror, those things are going to change throughout the life. And you know it because guess what? You're, now you're going to hit a certain look and you're going to want a different look. Or you're going to have a certain award and want a different award or a bigger award or a certain bank account and want the next level of bank account. Because those external things are always moving, if your confidence is rooted in those external things moving all the time, you feel like this all the time, right? A lot of your insecurities is because you're tapping, you're, you're like trying to glom on to all these external things, image, right? These external things. And I, I want these external things, but they're not solid, and because they're not solid and they're always shifting, you don't feel solid and you feel like you're always shifting. And even though you've actually achieved some amazing things, you have the image things, you have the award things, you have the accolade things, you have the successes, you have a bigger bank account than you used to, you still don't feel confident in self. Why? Because you are attaching confidence to that outer thing and how it felt like in terms of image in the moment. You didn't give yourself the appropriate psychological credit and identity as a striver who strived, who knocked it out, who made it happen. You didn't reward the effort. Instead, you tried to celebrate the outcome. But because the outcomes are now shifting and shaping and you want more and more, you always feel deficient and deficient. Because the outward, the image, I'm just using that word image, that image thing, the accolade thing, that success thing, it's moving so much. You have to understand this. It's why I know people who are literally 40s, 50s, like, and they still don't have confidence. It's very important to understand right off the bat that the shifting of the external, the shifting of those things that we want, the shifting of the rewards, of the accolades, of the dollars, of the houses, of the cars, because those will always shift. We'll always want a different one, a newer one, a fresher one, a better one, including in our body. Then guess what? It's hard to ever feel fully competent or confident to ever feel within like a sense of goodness. You've got to start rewarding yourself based on effort and not outcome. And I know many of you are aware of those very large sociological studies that have been done and replicated of children's self-esteem, right? Instead of like, good job, Johnny, that final picture won the best picture over the seven other kids. Instead of saying externalizing his comp, good job for that thing. Instead, good job, Johnny you kind of painted in your unique way. You worked hard at that. You spent a lot of time on this. In other words, we got to learn to reward our effort, not the image. And so this plays out in a lot of different ways. And I know there's some nuance here we're going to go down into, but I want to kind of get your head in right away and get you nodding. Okay, I can get this, Brendan. Because if it's like if you keep like hoping that you'll feel fulfilled or confident based off of something that you achieve or appear as your toast. So let's talk about the foundations of confidence. And from my perspective, because I know we've talked a lot about this in our high performance experience and communities. Number one, I personally believe that confidence, real confidence, deep confidence, soul driven confidence is really the belief in my ability to figure things out. It's not about having 
or even having done that exact thing. It's I believe inherently in myself that I can learn it, I can do it. I can learn it, I can do it. And that belief and confidence in any given moment isn't, notice it doesn't say, I believe I look good. Could you imagine a kid with like broccoli growing out of his head? Look at this haircut. I mean, if, if, I, if I like literally rooted my confidence in how I appeared in my beginning videos when they were terrible, on stages when I'm not at my best, you know, in the moments when I was trying to build a career and I had no idea what I was doing, that image stuff, I would have never gotten here. I just always believed in my ability to figure things out. I know you already know this, everybody, but I'm gonna give you 10 distinctions here that will really dive deep. But here's the thing I want you to know and just be thoughtful about. If you don't have confidence right now at the level you need to lead, serve, and earn at the next level, it is not based on what you have currently achieved right now. Because you've already achieved things, because you've already struggled th through things. The problem is you never gave yourself sufficient credit on the struggle, on the effort, on the heads down, on the working through, on the belief, on the desire, of the hunger, on all of the stuff that was going on to get you where you're at. Because what you're doing is you're discounting where you're at. You're like, well, I'm only here, Brendan, and I wanna be here, so I don't feel confident yet. And I'm like, oh, ooh, be careful. You're slipping into tying your confidence to identity. So let me put it up again. Don't tie your confidence to image. Number two, and I know you all know this one, but since we did have a little conversation about how silly we can be in our high school, we'd better talk about this one. Don't tie confidence to others' attention or approval. Don't tie your confidence to other people's attention. That's what A-T-T-N stands for, attention or approval. Okay, <clears throat> don't tie confidence to other people's attention or approval. Now, if this one is as high school as it gets, I don't know what is, my friends. Isn't it so true? It's just like, if imagine you walk into a room. I want you all to imagine this for a minute. You walk into a room tonight, and in, in that room, gathered around like a bar, is all of your mentors and your heroes, People you look up to who you wanted to meet or interview or do business with, like you want, it's like a serious room to be networking in. And imagine that as you walk in that room, no one pays attention to you. No one pays attention to you. And as you talk to everybody there in that room, not only do they not pay attention to you, when you do get someone's attention and you have a conversation with them, it doesn't seem like they really give you the vibe that you belong or that you are approved of. Now, how do you feel about yourself when you leave that room? How do you feel about yourself when you leave that room? Now, isn't it true most of us would feel kind of bad? We'd be like, ugh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good about myself. I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of down. You know, I must have made a big 
you know, embarrassment of myself, you know, these people don't like me. Isn't it true that most of us would kind of get down on ourselves? But there's an aspect of spiritual maturity that would ask this question, why? Why? You know, we are so desperate for other people's approval because we all want to belong. We all want to feel like we are capable, like we, you know, fit in, like other people, you know, approve of us. You know, it's just part of the human story that we want that sense of belonging and approval from other people. And that's okay when you're really young. As you get older, it's not that I'm saying don't try to connect with people. It's not that I'm saying, you know, don't try to be your best. But here's what I'm saying. Learn to walk out of that damn room with your head held high, your confidence instilled in who you are, even if you didn't perform well, even if you had an awkward conversation, even if you weren't your best, you still hold your head high because you're like, okay, I got it. I, I didn't fit in here, but I don't have to fit in everywhere. Or, you know, I didn't fit in here because I, I kind of said this and it wasn't appropriate. It wasn't kind. I will change my behavior. Lesson learned. Because, see, learning can give you confidence, but so can discerning. You don't have to be confident in every room and in every situation and do perfectly all the time. You are allowed to have a bad night and you having a bad night should not take down your confidence. Write it down. You having a bad night or a bad performance or bad speech or a bad Zoom call or a bad broadcast or a bad conversation with your spouse or whatever else you deem bad should not take down your confidence, not in yourself, because you can believe in your ability to figure things out. You have the willingness to try again. And even if it wasn't what you wanted, that willingness is going to fuel you. That desire to improve is going to fuel you, but it's not going to take away from your confidence in self. And this really bothers people because they're like, no, 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 no. Brendan, come. Brendan, how could you say this? Are you saying people's results should not affect their confidence levels? You know? And I'm like, no. I don't believe your external results should affect your confidence levels in self. I think they can be great indications to learn, to improve, to be aware. I think I would say, listen, I don't want it to decrease. Listen, please carefully listen to me because this is a coach's major distinction after literally delivering thousands of coaching sessions. Here's the distinction. If you have a bad performance, I don't want it to decrease your confidence. What I want it to do is increase your self-awareness. Oh, write that down. I don't want it to decrease confidence. I want it to increase self-awareness to say, ah, oh, what were the factors that led to me not performing as well as I could? What were the factors in that moment that tore me from my own presence, authenticity, or confidence? What could I learn to do better to have more confidence next time? But I don't want you to deplete the tank of confidence. 
based on whether they're not in that particular situation on stage or in that networking situation, they gave you the attention or approval that you want. And let's have an honest conversation right here. Because I know many of you are incredibly successful, mature, capable people. And I just believe that the excellence-driven nature of this high-performance community uh, constantly astounds me and Denise. Like, we are always super impressed with each of you and what you give and, and how you serve and how you show up for your own personal and professional development. I mean, the fact that you're here says so much about you, and I applaud you for that because there's you know, thousands of people who also got this invitation who aren't working on themselves today and tonight, but you are. And that's a big deal. And I also know, though, one of the reasons that many of us are set out into the world of personal development is because too often, too many times, we know we took other people's opinions about us too seriously. And we allowed other people's attention or lack thereof to hurt us. We, you know, when we were kids, we, if we didn't get the attention of the parent we idealized, it hurt our feelings and it could hurt our confidence if we let it. When we were, you know, in a job and our manager didn't like us, we could let that hurt our confidence and our feelings. We take things so personally. But I also think that we're often unaware of how little people care. But I'm here to tell you, most of the world is not thinking about you, not observing you about you, not interested in you. And as much as you are like hoping that they will give that attention and those accolades, they're not. And it's not saying anything about you at all. Listen, the fact that other people aren't giving you attention almost has zero to do with you. It has to do with the human story in which each person, almost all of us, are more concerned about our own selves and our lives, our families, our goals, our dreams, our obstacles. We're so concerned in ourselves, we don't even see other people. I mean, if you don't believe it, go walk down a major city and see how many people are paying attention. No, here's what the world looks like now. They just walk around like this. They're not even looking at you. And you think, you think that, oh my gosh, they're not paying attention to me or I don't fit in or I don't belong. You think that matters? Most of the world could care less about you. And I know that sounds terrible, but there's 7 billion people on the planet. I know that sounds funny and I'm teasing on this a little bit. However, I'm conscious enough as an adult and you should be too, that most people are really interested in their own lives. They're not even paying attention to you. So why are you so upset that you don't have someone else's attention or approval? Why? Your confidence should not be tied to other people's attention or approval, right? I mean, if I think of my life and I tied my confidence to other people's attention or approval, I would be toast. I mean, imagine I go to speak, you know, to... You know, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I was in front of another four or 5,000 people. And uh, I think I spoke to whatever was over 75,000 people in the last year and a half or so live. Uh, let me give you an example of what most of these arenas look like. Like I go out on the stage. It's dark out there. There's usually like, like lots of lights and everything. But as I'm talking, if I look down at people, a lot of people are just kind of. That's it. They're just kind of. They're not like, yeah, tell me more, Brendan. Yeah, yeah. They're just kind of like. 
This is how most people observe the world. And their eyes are vacant, not because they're not smart, not because they're not capable. It's because their eyes aren't out towards you. I know that they're, they're in their head. Most people are in their own heads. So it would be a dangerous thing to tie your confidence to whether or not other people engage with you, other people care about what you're doing, other people approve of what you're doing, other people give you the attention that you want. You can be a fully confident person, even if you don't get the attention you desire from your husband. You can be a fully confident person, even if you don't get the attention you desire from your boss. You can be a fully confident person, even if everybody makes fun of you. And that's so important. All right, my friend, I hope that you enjoyed that best of episode. Was that inspiring? Were you fired up? Did you love it? If you did, make sure you do me a favor. Go out on social media somewhere and share that episode. You know, just go out, post it somewhere, post yourself listening to it. Make sure you hashtag The Brendan Show because when you do that, I can look you up and we can find you on Instagram and post that on the social media. And sometimes we do all expense paid trips to people we find. We just randomly select people. We send them gifts, autograph books, swag, t-shirts, all expense paid trips to some of my seminars. So make sure you, you let us know. Share what you thought about this episode out there on the social media worlds and then we can find you and celebrate you and also i would love to invite you to join us in our high performance monthly program so just go to brendan.com forward slash monthly that's brendan.com forward slash monthly that's where we do deeper dive trainings like you just heard but we do that every single month and there's some live q a there and i do some giveaways and we give students in that monthly program tickets to my seminars and some extra special training on leadership so make sure to check it out at brendan.com forward slash monthly. I appreciate you being part of this community of so many people dedicated to finding that deeper drive of motivation and practicing high performance habits so that they can become extraordinary in their careers, in your personal life, in your health. You can live an extraordinary quality of life. And sometimes you just need a little bit more training and a little bit more nudge, a little bit more energy, a little bit more drive and consistency. And I'm hoping that being part of this community with The Brendan Show, I'm providing that to you in some way. So thank you, my friend, for listening. I look forward to seeing you or listening with you on the next episode of The B-R-E-N-D-O-N Show. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. 
The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really, Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in. I've got paying members coming in. I've got all these different products or courses or programs and and they've always had these different logins. They've been all over the place. Now with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post. We can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? 
Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.